Amanda Krill of the Just Boldly Go Project. My mission in the world is to help moms who are tired of living mediocre lives create a life that they can't wait to get out of bed for every single day. This is the Just Boldly Go Podcast and we're in the middle of a series of interviews with people who are doing amazing things in the world and today we're going to talk to Leslie Boyd of LeslieAboyd.com and she's going to tell us all about her three-step strategy. This is season three episode three. So, all right. So I have with me today, Leslie Boyd, and why don't you just jump right in and tell us exactly, you know, like what your business is, what you've got going on, et cetera. Okay. Well, Amanda, I want to thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. So I am Leslie Boyd and I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I've got busy teenagers. I've got a bonus son who just got married a month ago. Wow. And so there's So much going on, so much. So I've always, I've only had my business since October of 2017. But I've always been involved in boards, volunteering. I was an elected official in my town for four years. I think that kind of snowballed the first thing. In 2014, I ran for office. And not to make this, this isn't political, but it, it, I mean, this, this part is that normally women have to be asked to run right and just run right so my I was asked in 2014 and I made a promise to myself that I would never be asked really to do anything I would start something because I wanted to right to kind of break that mold and let my girls know hey if you want to do something you don't have to wait for permission you don't have to wait for the right time I mean we've heard as moms we wouldn't have kids. We waited for the right time. We wouldn't wait to buy a house. And so I said, it's the same thing when you go through your entrepreneurial journey and you've got right. these things in you. I'm always like, what do you have to lose? Right. right? Yeah, exactly. But, so because of how busy I was and I, I, I wanted to continue to do the work I felt called to do, I had to come up with a way to kind of get it done. And that's why I created the three-step strategy. Now that wasn't right away. But I knew that I had to create something because I wasn't going to be guilted into not doing something because I'm a wife and a mom. <clears throat> I was determined to make it work. I love that. That's great. Yeah. That's another one of the main reasons. I mean, it's not the reason I started my business, but it's the reason why I'm doing the project I'm doing now because my daughter's 15 and I look at her and, you know, if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, great. Be a stay-at-home mom. But if you want to do something else, great. Do that too. I want her to feel like no matter what she wants to do, she can do it. And I want my sons to equally feel the same way about their wives that, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. Right. And, you know, the the reframing, if your sons decide they want to stay home, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. And and to explore it. And, And I you know, I think there's this thing about risk that we're scared to take a risk. What is yes. it going to cost us? Right. And I always say, you know, the what if. Well, if I did this, what if this happened? Well, if I did that, what if this happened? And I'm always like, but what if you did? Right, exactly. What if, what if it worked? I mean, 
And we're not talking about, of course, if you've got financial risk, if you're going to open up something that's going to mortgage the house, then yeah, you got to look at the risk. But if you're going on something that's service-based and starting small, what do you have to lose? Someone laughing at you? Exactly. Someone being the porcupine in your balloon, you know, the people that laugh at us are the ones that aren't doing anything. So they'll just move on to something else. You know, they'll forget about us. So that's exactly what I say. You know, I'm always scared all the time, but the, I'm more scared of getting to the end of my life and regretting all the things that I didn't do than I am of doing the things now. So that's how I look at it. You're so right. Because I have, I tell people all the time, they're like, well, I'm so scared. And I let them know we're all scared. Yeah. All we the just time. face the fear and do it. I'm like, all of us are scared. And at some point we get over it. But this, this whole um, point of view that they see all the people out there, the Rachel Hollis, the Mel Robbins, who Gary Vee, whoever you, they think, oh my gosh, Jasmine Starr, they're not scared, but they're scared too. They've yep, been exactly where we are. They're still scared. It's just a whole new level. We, they just keep going. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned your three-step strategy. Um, Do you want to talk about that or do you want to send people to a specific page so they can like learn more about it or? Well, I'll just say this is something and people are always like, well, what are the three steps? And I say (laughs) three steps every day to move you closer to your goal. And so one wasn't enough. Five is too many because let's face it. In a day-to-day, we've got our to-do list. Like today, I had to go to the post office. I had to do this. I had to do that. So the key is how to find your three things and then how to fit it into your day. Okay. So I'm really big into planning. I like to do quarterly planning, but working with creatives a lot, you know, I don't like (laughs) to, you know, you put in your calendar, you're going to work at a blog post at 1 o'clock on Thursday. You might not feel creative at 1 o'clock. Right. So what I do is I come up with my weekly goals and I normally do that about Saturday. And so I come up with about three and they can be a spread of, you know, some life, some business. I always, always encourage people to add life goals. It's not just about your business goals because you'll, you'll figure out that they're going to start, you know, bouncing each other and bouncing off each other and, you know, going against each other. Right. So come up with your three goals for the week. And those are your outcomes, not your tasks, your outcomes. And from that, you all the tasks to meet that goal. And so whatever those tasks are, those will become your three things that you do every day. That's so, so smart. So yeah. And so what I want people to do is it's like reading a book. You know, when you put your book down and then when you pick it back up, you can start reading where you left off. I don't want us to get like an hour in the day. And not know what to do with it. Right. We just could pick it back up. So if we spend time, and sometimes those tasks that go along with those weekly goals, they may take a couple of days because mm-hmm. they could be kind of big. And so what you do is when you have your weekly planning, you know, whatever day you do it, a lot of people do it on Sunday, you put in all your appointments, right? Like everything you have to do, all the doctor's appointments, all the meetings. Mm-hmm. And then you look at your 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 list and you pick three things for Monday and you put that on there and you do those things and people say well I can't just do three things but you'd be amazed three is a lot and then if you feel like you have extra time then you can pull the next thing off but you have it there and it's not that hundred list to do list because that's overwhelming the whole point of this is to reduce overwhelm 
and reduce fear and imposter syndrome and procrastination because it's it's about to be 2020 right so we all have these big goals and we can see ourselves whatever that goal is if we're trying to you know build a group or whatever we can see it or we can taste it yeah. and then we go to the other side and think about what we have to do to get there and we start to freak out and we yeah. start overwhelmed and we're like oh. so the magic is in the middle and that's where those three steps each day moving us closer and moving forward and small goals will get the big thing if we freeze up and do nothing right yeah so, so that's that's the strategy in that a makes nutshell so much sense because like even if you even if it's just three small things that you get done every day if that's all you get done you still will feel accomplished because you got those three things done and then you just build on it until you're done that's amazing exactly. And then, and then you still get your life things done. You know, you still have to do carpool here and there. You still have whatever else you have to do. And so that's why I tell people, you know, you've got your to-do list and your day, and then you incorporate. Some people can do all their things. They get up an hour early, depending on what your things are, and then you can knock them out. Sometimes right. you have to do it at night if you work a nine-to-five and knock it out. But however it could fit. I always um, encourage people, I'm not going to give you the perfect planner I'm not going to give you the magic pill. I'm going to give you the strategy. And then you can put that in whatever system, whether it's Trello, whether it's paper or digital. It's the strategy behind it. A, right. a pretty planner isn't going to help you out if you don't <laughs> have the right strategy. Yeah, it. absolutely. Well, so, you know, how exactly do you work and manage, like, your schedule? Like, working full-time and having kids? I have three teenagers, too, so I know exactly what you're going through. But for me, I started with little kids. So, like, when my business started, my kids were three, two, and six months old. So, we've always been doing this, and they just know that this is how things are with me. But if you started yours a little bit later, like, how does it work for you? Well, the first thing I did is... Um, when I started, like maybe three years ago, my husband was traveling more, and my girls are in volleyball and dance. So the thing I did is I bought from Office Depot one of those big year calendars okay. that you could write on. Yeah. And we put everything on there. Like we put my husband's travel. We put all the, the volleyball tournaments, all the dance, all their weeks, everything. Because what that did is it allowed them to see that they're doing just as much stuff if not more than we are, right. and it's the family, and, and they would get their markers, and so everyone's involved, and we look at it and go, okay, well, we have nothing to do in October. Okay, these are the two weeks we can take vacation, and everybody, we do that in January, so everybody automatically knows when they see their color what has to go on. So that's how I get the family buying, so that they're not like, oh, you're on another call. But remember, <laughs> this is what we're for, and and I don't, you know, because they go out. And I said, yeah. well, what if I texted you the whole time you're at your girlfriend's house? Oh, my gosh, come home. You know, so <laughs> that's the first thing I do. And the second thing I do is I get up before everybody else because so I'm a morning person. Mm -hmm. now, I know some people are night people, but I get up a whole hour earlier than everybody else because if I feel accomplished before the day gets going, then there's a weight off of my shoulder. Yeah. I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then, but another thing before I get up is before I go to bed, I figure out my three things. Mm -hmm. I get myself mentally prepared for my day. If I know I have a super busy day, I just say tomorrow's going to be a super busy day. I don't let it derail me. I don't wake up in the morning going, oh my God, it's super busy. I already know 
if I'm, there's some days where I'm out of the house, so I have to pack my snacks, yep. I plan dinner, you know, so I already get my mindset. Tomorrow's going to be a crazy day. Just get over it and deal with it and <laughs> yeah. just figure it out. So me going to bed at night, knowing what I have to do, waking up an hour early, punching some things out, it makes me feel above the eight ball. And, and right. there are things that, that come in there that will, you know, come into play. But a lot of times nothing's really going on, you know, 530 <laughs> in the morning. Right. <laughs> so there's, and it's quiet. You know, yes. I do my quiet time kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and they know. So that's, that's the first thing I do. And then putting everything on my calendar. Yeah. Everything. That's, that's what I found too. That if that morning time when I don't do it, oh, the day is awful. Like it never is a good day if I don't get up early. And I, that's how I've kind of alleviated the whole mom brain thing is just, I have a calendar and I write everything down and then I don't forget anything because it's all there. So, and, and I always say that we're, we do that so that sometimes we have to have double down days, but not every day should be a double down day. Right. So something else that I do, I will find that if I need to, if I have a particular week, I will allot myself one day out of the week where I stay up late. Okay. Um, it worked. I remember my husband used to work in an office and he had so much and he would come home and he wouldn't be focused. So we agreed twice a week he could stay at the office late mm -hmm. and just knock it out. Because what that does is it allows me to be present when I need to be present. Right. It allows me to be focused where I need to be focused. That makes sense. Good thinking. Yeah, so that's what I do. Do you have any other favorite productivity tips that you want to offer? Well, I do. I love, love, love um, the timer method. Um, I remember I did that with my kids when they were little. Yeah. You know, you'd say, well, who can clean up the room the fastest in five minutes? And run around because <laughs> I learned, have you ever had somebody say, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm going to stop by in an hour. Your whole house gets clean just like that. <laughs> yes, but it does. You know, but if you're at home... And you're like, oh, I've got time. You'll take the time. So I do the timer method. I do 25 minutes, put on the timer, and I focus on one task. No multitasking, no looking at anything else. I focus on one task. Okay. And then I take a 10-minute break, and then I do it again for 25 minutes. And that that tip is, you know, it's the Pomarda, Pomarda, oh, I can never say that, Pomodora um, technique. And so I love that. And it's not, you know, rocket science, but it's just following through with it. Right. And you'd just be so surprised at how big, how much you can do. And I also apply my three steps to big projects. Like if you want to clean out your closet, like how long do you think I need to clean up my closet? I need to clean up my closet. <laughs> so I say I'll take out three things from my closet every day. Okay. And so at the end of a month, you have 90 things that you could take out. That's crazy. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's out. Yeah, you know, because but you, it's more manageable yeah. to take three things out than to sit down and think, oh, let me clean up my closet. Because mentally, it's just so overwhelming. If we right. overwhelm ourselves mentally, then it's like pulling teeth to get it done. Yeah, absolutely. The timer method is a big, big, big one for me. That really makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Super smart. Yeah. It still works on my kids. They're teenagers, and if Sophie sets timer, they're running around trying to get it done fast. Yeah, they used to time me. How fast can I run up the steps? I'm like, oh my god! One day they're gonna look back and go, "Mom tricked us." I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. My oldest son, you—if you 
challenged him to run, like do something quick, I'd go like this and say, okay, go. I have never worn a watch the entire time that he's been alive. But if you pretend like you're doing it, he would be like, go. And he would run. It was so funny. That's what they do. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So um, is there anything else you want to share with us or? Um... Well, the, the one thing that um, I know it's, it's uh, in terms of productivity, I always say to go with what works for you, right? Like I know people do time blocking mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of time blocking, but I'm a fan of you like creating it for yourself. You know, we right. talked about earlier about one o'clock, I'm going to work on blog work. Well, you might not feel like working on it, yes. but what you can do is time block work time. And so you can say, okay, from eight to 11, I've got time to work. 12 to 1 is time for me. One, And then that way, when you get down to it, you have your list of what your weekly goals are going to be. And you can pull from that, like the book, and just work on whatever comes to you at the time. So I know that a lot of people are like, 8 to 9, this, 8 to 9. And that doesn't always work. It does not me. work for me at it, all. It, it doesn't work for a lot of people, especially if you're creative. Um, but if you have those things that you can work on and guide you, then you just know those are the three hours that I'm working. Right. That makes sense. And, and, and get the thing that you hate to do the most over with because it'll hang <laughs> over you. And yes. have you ever heard of procrastinating? Like no. when you clean instead of working, you're procrastinating by cleaning. So you're I did that this morning because we're going on a trip in a few days and I needed to make sure, you know, like all this stuff worked. And I was like, I was real nervous about it and real scared. So I packed instead. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And so the only thing is, you, I play a game in my mind. If I pack now, because see, that, that weighs on me. Mm-hmm. If I pack now, then you've got to say to yourself, I'm going to do something for the time I would have packed later. You know, yeah. so for me, it hangs over my head. So now that you're packed, you're free. Go create something. Go <laughs> do something. And that's the key. Um, and another thing I like to do is a reward. Um, so I like to watch TV. I am a TV junkie. I really do. But I will not watch TV. If I'm going to watch 45 minutes of a show, then I have to work 45 minutes first. That's a good strategy. So, that's, so I can do that because, you know, all work and no play does, you know, kind of get you down. But if you know, ooh, whatever it is that, you know, come up with a reward system. I, I'm, I'm part of, I was with my, uh, my sales coach and I reported something that happened really good. And I've been working on this for a while. And she goes, well, how are you going to celebrate? And I was like, like working harder. And she's like, no, what are you going to do to celebrate? And I was like, oh, okay, I should. I'm going to take an hour off and watch a show. Because I think that we, especially as good things happen, then we want to keep working, right? Like yeah. if, if we do something for three months and then it pays off, then you just want to keep going. And I get it to build on the momentum. But I think to take a pause and live in the moment and celebrate is very important because self-care has to be just as active part of our life as anything else. And self-care comes in different forms for people. For some, it's a run. For some, it's a bubble bath. For me, it's TV. You know, so whatever it is, yeah. um, come up. But that's that's something that um, that really works for me. For whatever, if I really want to do something, I make sure I get the same amount of work in. And, and if I can be more efficient and get it done quicker, but that's just how my mind works yeah. um, for the same amount of time. Yes. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 
So as far as your, uh, you have an opt-in that you want to share with us, I believe. Uh, I do. Okay. What, tell us a little bit. I opted in this morning, so, <laughs> but you can tell us about it. <laughs> so I've got one that is called um, a life vision. And I think, and, and it goes along, I do believe that when we're planning our goals, we have to put our, our life in it. I have um, my membership group. I'm always like, what are your weekly goals? And I'm like, oh, this many appointments. And I was like, what are your personal goals? And they're like, oh, that's right. Drink, you know, eight glasses of water every day or whatever. So I really believe that I'm a big believer in vision boards, a big believer in um, your word of the year and your vision statement. But coming up with your life vision statement. Because the reason why we do that is when the going gets tough, because it always does, we got to remind ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're, we're working in. So if you go to leslieaboy.com um, forward slash um, life vision, okay. then you'll get it. And I'll it, make it steps sure you, like yeah, it's, it steps you through um, how to come up with it and it's, you know, it's, it's a five-year out kind of thing, 10-year out. It depends on where you are in your life. You could do three years. I, I try to make these very flexible because a lot of times, you know, I may get like a 25-year-old. They're like, I can't think 10 years from now. You know, I'm like, okay, we'll do three years. You know, whatever the farthest out that you can think at the time. I try to keep things so fluid right? Um, with it, and especially this time of, time of year, any time of the year. And that's, that's another thing I always um, people hear yearly plan and they think January. I like to think annual plan because I want you to start where you are. Yeah, that makes if sense. You, if you get it, if you get that good in March, then start it in March. If you yeah. get it in October, don't shut down until January. The world does not start in January. That is right. Because you, by the time January comes around, you've like completely lost everything. Like it's gone. You don't have that anymore. You need it while you while you're raring to go. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. So start where you are and done is better than perfect. So that's, I just this morning, I wrote a blog post about, uh, you know, setting goals for the new year. But in it, I talked about the fact that 13 years ago, the reason I started my business was because I had, you know, all this credit card debt that I had to pay off. And that was my goal, paying off the credit card debt. It took me a, I can't even explain how big, it all ended up being like, it took me places I never, ever, ever dreamed of going. And at the end of it, I thought, well, I don't really want to set a goal because where God's going to take me is going to be so much bigger than any goal I could set for myself. Then I spend a few years floating because I have no goals. And I just only realized a couple of years ago, you have to set a goal. God can't do anything with nothing. So you have to set a goal and you may pivot halfway through. It may end up taking you somewhere else. Your, your goal, you may get past your goal and even farther, but if you don't set a goal, you're not going anywhere. So that was my big aha moment this morning. <laughs> no, that's so true. I mean, and I get, the, you know, some people are like, well, I don't want to restrict myself. And, and it's all about knowing how to make the goal. Sometimes we make the goal too little and yeah. sometimes we make it too big. But I always say the goals need to kind of scare us yes. a little, scare us enough, but not scare us too much that we don't act. And that's why I say, you know, about 80% of what we do is mindset, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's our mindset over our goals, that the fear, I've done a lot of market research, especially in the last couple of months. And I've asked people, you know, what are your um, 
your, your, your restrictions with like time management? What are your struggles with productivity and fear limiting to beliefs? Like being, you know, what other people say, I mean, it's really, we're not lazy. Like we think, I mean, some days we have those days that go by, but overarching, we want to do it. Yeah. But we're just scared. Um, We look for the easy answers and sometimes the answer is just do it. And people will come to me when I coach them, well, what's the right way? I said, you got to try it one way and see if it works. And then try it another way and see what works. I mean, exactly. my business has changed in two years. It's evolved even more. The, the more I know, the more I grow. Right. It's so true. Very cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me. And yeah, if you have anything else you want to share quick and then I'll let you go. Well, I would love if anybody wants to, Follow me on my page. It's the three-step strategy with Leslie A. Boyd. So I do lives and tips. And if you awesome. really want to work on our three steps, I do have a community called the three-step community. <laughs> so check it out and see if it's for you. I'm always like, you know, I invite people there to the space and see if it feels right. And if so, come on in. Awesome. I'll be joining as soon as we get off this. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again so much. And yeah, have a great rest of your day. And you do the same. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Get ready, Bye. Cause here I come.